Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. You guys have found me at my little corner of the internet. Today is Tuesday, February 15th. And today we're going to talk a little bit about the blessing of obedience. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. So lots of things on my mind this morning as I bring this podcast to you. And I had a conversation, uh, you know, this time last week, I think it was with a, a, a precious friend of mine on the phone. And I was talking to her about a struggle that I've been having internally with knowing when we are called to obey and when it's our, you know, it's just our our desires. Like maybe it's something that I wanted. Maybe it's not really what the Lord wanted. Maybe it's what I wanted. And I'm realizing that I'm not alone in that. And so I'm going to talk a little bit today about the blessing of obedience and why I think it's so important uh, that we learn to hear the voice of the Lord and respond to it. It's probably more important now than it's ever been, particularly uh, in the world that we live in. You guys know that I am the founder and executive director of Mom Strong International, and we are studying God's word right now. We are studying uh, what it means, really walking through the book of Galatians and studying what it means to be unified. And I think as believers, we want to to hear the voice of God. We want to obey him, but oftentimes that obedience comes at great sacrifice. Certainly that was the case for Jesus Uh, His obedience to God the Father resulted in his death and crucifixion on a cross for our sin. But then it also uh, is the reason that we can rejoice because we have salvation, right? Jesus paid a debt that we could never pay. His obedience ended up with him being seated forevermore at the right hand of the Father and being exalted by God. God was so pleased with him and so uh, loved him, loves him so much for his obedience. And we are called to that same obedience. Jesus said in Luke chapter 11, verse 38, rather be blessed or blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. So it's not enough for us just to simply hear the word of God, but we need to obey it. I'm going to read something to you. I'm going to pull it up on my phone because I left it up there so that I could uh, get some easy reference to it. But I want to read this to you. And just for reference, uh, this is coming off of so I do I have have done for many many years the one year Bible, and I started reading a simpler um, devotional with my kids in the morning, just trying to do something on top of what I'm already doing with them that would allow me to get into the Word with them. And also, I've got an awesome um, exercise app that I've been working with too. I know a lot of you guys are asking, so I'll get to that at the end today. But I want you to listen. To this this was on obedience. So I woke up at I don't know three in the morning, and I couldn't sleep. I'd had a rough day to say the least. It seemed like everything that could go wrong went wrong. A lot of you guys noticed last week that my uh, podcast was late. Well, that's because my computer literally just broke. I was just typing on it and all of a sudden the screen went black and I I couldn't get into my computer anymore. So my husband took it home and plugged it into our television. Sure enough, the computer was working, but the screen was dead. So that takes, you know, a couple of weeks to fix. And in the meantime, I'm hobbling around, you know, trying to use other people's computers, which is like trying to wear a pair of pants that doesn't fit. I'm frustrated with that, frustrated with some things that were happening uh, in my life professionally, certainly under a tremendous amount of pressure in the run for Congress. And there are ups and downs to everything. But boy, I was grumbling. Have you guys ever been there? Were you just like, you know, filth and fallen, grumble, grumble, grumble? That, that was me. And 
At about 2.30 in the morning, I woke up and couldn't sleep. And so I picked up my phone and opened up my Bible, and this is what I read. The devotional of that of this particular day is called Obedience. And this actually comes from the one that I'm going through with my daughters right now called True Beauty Begins on the Heart. It's a 30-day devotional for teenage girls. And so I've been reading this to my teenage daughters, uh, and the Lord's just speaking to me through it because that's what he does, right, in his word. This is what it said. Sometimes God asks us to do things that we don't understand. It's tempting to ask why or to wonder how it's going to end But God doesn't tell us the whole story up front. He wants us to make tough choices and then trust him. And that's exactly what Abram did. Even though he didn't know where he was going or what life would be like when he got there, he went anyway, without complaining, without arguing, without trying to talk God into doing things differently. When God asks you to do something, what do you do? And the verse that uh, they were referring to that day is from Genesis chapter 12. And the Lord said to Abram, leave your native country, your relatives and your father's family, and go to the land that I will show you. And I got to thinking about this, you know, there are, there's a few times in my life that I, I would say I almost heard the Lord audibly. Uh, one of them was knowing that I for sure was supposed to marry J. St. John. And I remember just walking down the aisle as a 19-year-old girl looking at him at the end of that thing going, what am I doing? What am I doing? You guys ever felt that way? Like, even though I loved him with my whole heart, uh, I was still scared because I didn't know. I mean, my parents' marriage was a train wreck. And I had seen a lot of my friends' uh, parents get divorced at that point. And here I was doing the same thing that I swore up and down I probably would never want to do because I just didn't think it worked in the first place. And yet I heard the Holy Spirit just so gently say, "This is this is right. This is the one. And, uh, you know, obviously, aside from knowing Jesus, the best decision I ever made was marry that amazing man. And it hasn't been easy, right? He lives with me. I can only imagine the thoughts that go through his head a lot. You know, like, what I, I married this crazy woman. And it's like running around the, the country with, the, you know, the clowns with their hair on fire. <laughs> you know, it's no piece of cake to be married to me, I bet. And yet, at the same time, there's this peace just knowing God asked us to do it. And we're going to find joy in it. And of course, there has been a lot of joy in it. But there are other things that God asks us to do that we don't understand the answers to. And I would say uh, my run for Congress is very similar to that. I knew that I knew that I knew that God was asking me to do. Do I know why? No. Did he ask me to run because I'm assured of a win? No. I don't know why. I just know that he asked me to. And so really it becomes a question of obedience. And that was, that's Jesus. That's what he was talking about. He said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and obey it. So when you hear the Lord talking to you, when the Lord gives you these simple requests, what happens is they often serve as stepping stones and they lead to the most wonderful blessing. And it may not be the thing that you think it's going to be, but the, but the, the question is, what are you going to do when God asks you to do something? And as I was just reading to you out of my devotion that I read with my children the other day, he wants us to obey without grumbling. And uh, I'm looking around here for someone else to blame, but there's nobody. <laughs> I I will confess, I've been complaining a lot lately because I feel like I'm, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like I'm in over my head with the all the things that I'm trying to do, especially with my children. We can often feel in over our head as mothers and life feels overwhelming. And we want to be sure that we focus on the things that God wants us to focus on. And Simon Peter understood what it meant to follow God. 
Do you want to start supporting companies whose products are made right here in the United States? Me too. And at the top of my list is MyPillow. I recently learned that MyPillow is so much more than pillows. And in fact, Jay and I decided to try out the MyPillow mattress and we love it. You guys, check it out because with my special promo code, you can get up to 66% off all MyPillow products. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi to take advantage of Mike Lindell's special offer for the Heidi St. John podcast listeners. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Heidi, or call 1-800-447-0541. Right. This was a this was a guy who grumbled. This was a guy who had I mean, I love him so much because we can relate to him, right? I'm gonna read something and I'll link back to this in the show notes today. But something that I found uh when I was studying Bible verses on obedience, and I love, love, love the story out of Luke five. One day a large crowd pressed around Jesus while he preached. This is uh found in Luke five. Chapters one, two, or Luke chapter five, verses one to 11. The Lord wanted to use Peter's boat as a floating platform from which to address the multitude. And so he asked the future apostle to push the vessel a little way out from the shore. So you can find that in verse three, not in itself a particularly remarkable request, but Peter's compliance to his request paved the way for a life-changing blessing. From his example, we can learn how essential it is to obey God in even the smallest matters. The noisy crowd received the first blessing of Peter's obedience. The people could now clearly hear Jesus's words. At the conclusion of the lesson, the Lord said to Peter, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. A second opportunity to say yes or no. But this time, Peter may have felt tempted to decline. After all, he was a seasoned fisherman. He'd worked the entire night for a catch, but had returned empty-handed. And now this young teacher a carpenter, by the way, not a fisherman, was asking him to go fishing again? Peter's reply demonstrates the beginning of a lifetime of faith in God. He said, Master, we've worked hard all night and haven't caught anything. But because you say so, I will let down the nets. The soon-to-be disciple chose to obey the Lord and leave the consequences of his decision to him. But notice what happened. As a result of Peter's obedience, Jesus demonstrated his power and sovereignty. Peter and his partners may have started the day off thinking that their efforts had yielded nothing, but they ended it in complete amazement because they pulled in not one, but two overflowing boatloads of fish. Saying yes to the Lord's request resulted in a miracle that transformed not only one fisherman's life, but the lives of the entire group. So consider these three reasons why obedience is critical to the successful Christian life. One, obeying God in small matters is an essential step in receiving God's greatest blessings. You know, I I so often hear parents say to me, you know, I want to do this or I want to do that. And I, I know that it, it, you know, I didn't ask the Lord about it. You guys, God's blessings are not found outside of his boundaries. You want to find a blessing? Obey God. Suppose that Peter had said, you know, listen, I'm I'm busy. I'm cleaning up my nets right now. I can't help you because I'm going to go fishing again tonight. He could have said, you know, why don't you use the other boat over there? He had a hundred different reasons why. He could have said, I've been doing this all day long. I don't want to continue doing it. You're not a fisherman. You know, stay in your lane. You're a carpenter, right? He could have said that. This is a waste of time. He could have said anything other than yes. 
And if he would not have said yes, he would have missed the greatest fishing experience of his life. But because of Peter's obedience, the Lord arranged a miracle that he would never forget. And I think that's part of what God's doing right now. I can I can give you example after example after example in my own life right now that I'm just like, Lord, help me obey without grumbling, right? Help me not to just complain about how tired I am or I know that you asked me to do this. And so help me to do it without complaining. And I wonder if we would do that, that that obedience, that stark obedience to God, even when we don't know, like Abram, where we're going to end up or where our obedience is going to take us. We say, Lord, we trust you. We're going to follow you. We're going to go where you asked us to go. We're going to do everything that we can to follow you and obey wholeheartedly and then watch for that miracle that we also will never forget. Because often God's greatest blessings come as a result of our parents to do something that appears insignificant. So ask yourself, has God been challenging you to do something what seems unimportant to you and you've not made any effort to accomplish it? Have you said, think of homeschooling. A lot of you are thinking about homeschooling. You're like, yeah, I don't know. It's just too difficult or I don't want to, or I have to pray about it first. And maybe, just maybe you're missing out on an incredible blessing that God wants to give you too. Our obedience always benefits others. So think about how many people were blessed by Peter's obedience. So not only could the crowd see the Lord in here, but Jesus himself also benefited because he got to preach from a boat that enabled him to sit down in comfort while he spoke. Think about the people that are blessed when you choose obedience. Peter's friends had a profitable day that day, right? They took two big vessels full of fish, so full that the Bible records that they began to sink. And more importantly, they had the opportunity to witness the supernatural provision of the Lord. I don't know about you, but I, I just think it's such a, um, an amazing thing to think that if I choose to obey God, there will be a blessing very likely for someone else, right? So for example, when a parent obeys the Lord, the entire family reaps the reward of God's blessing. This is true over and over in scripture. A child's obedience will bless his or her parents. Now, it doesn't mean that those who choose to disobey are going to escape his discipline because of someone else's godly walk. His call to obedience demands a response. And that is what God is doing right now, I think, in so many of our lives. However, when we live obedient lives, those who know and love us are going to sense the peace and joy that he's given us. Instead of conflict, there's contentment. And that's just one of the parts of experiencing God's goodness. And finally, when we obey God, the Bible says we will never be disappointed. Does it? Does that mean that we will never struggle now? Does it mean that we won't experience failure or what we would look at as an earthly disappointment, what he's saying is at the end of your life, the blessing in following God and being obedient to him results in a contentment and a blessing that we would never have seen otherwise. Peter no doubt assumed that Jesus' fishing instructions would be a waste of time, but he complied with the Lord's simple request. And God brought about a miracle that gripped the disciple with amazement. And Jesus turned to an empty boat, an empty boat into a full one. What is he doing in your life right now? What, what empty boat is in your life right now that God wants to turn into a full one? Maybe it's related to finances. Maybe it's related to education. Maybe it's related to your career or to your marriage. God wants to change it into something that you've only dreamed that it could be. And maybe we hesitate to obey God because we fear the consequences of that decision. I can tell you right now that one of the biggest decisions that I have ever made was to decide to run for a United States Congress. But I know, 
I talked to my brother-in-law uh, one day about it before we made our decision public and our family had come together to pray. And I remember, I'll never forget him saying this to me. He's like, Heidi, you know that God's asking you to do this. And if you don't do it, you will spend the rest of your life going, Lord, what if I had tried? What if I had walked out in obedience? You see, the Lord's command is for us to fear him above all else. The same sovereign, omnipotent God who keeps your heart beating and the planets in orbit is more than able to handle the results of your obedience. And so when he tells us to do something, without a doubt, this is his will. And so we need to obey. Why? Because we know he can be trusted. When we choose to obey the Lord, the blessing will always follow. God's blessings are found inside his boundaries and obedience leads to blessing. It doesn't mean that we don't walk through difficult times and that we we won't struggle from time to time, but the Bible teaches us that obedience leads to blessing. And I've got, I've, I've always told people who say that they do not understand why God is asking them to do a certain thing, that if they will obey him, he will reward them with a sense of peace and joy that compares to nothing that this world could ever offer. So today, let's set a goal to obey the Lord and watch him at work in our lives. There are so many reasons why we need to trust the Lord right now and recognize that everything that he does is with our good in mind. The Bible says that he has a plan and a purpose for our lives and that we can trust him every step of the way. So whether you're thinking about pulling your kids out of school or you're thinking about stepping into politics like Heidi St. John did, or whether you're thinking about writing a book or starting a blog or whatever it is, maybe um, the Lord's been telling you, pour into a particular child. Or take a different tack with your husband or your wife and pour into that relationship in a different way. Whatever it is, you can trust the Lord. God's blessings are found as a result of obedience. I hope this has been a blessing for you. I took a little bit of a turn this week in kind of how I've been addressing uh, some of the things that we've been talking about. A little bit of a break from COVID. I realized last week and the week before, those were pretty pretty action-packed interviews and a lot of things going on for you guys to think about. And today I just wanted to kind of pull back a little bit and say, listen, you guys, trust the Lord. You can trust him. His mercies are new every single morning. I appreciate you guys listening and uh, I appreciate what God's doing in your life. And I'm going to see you back here again tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com.